0: sardo hi hi sardo eastwash yes strass have you been to the pp store today i mean i would sure fucking hope so <laughs> uh, why do you think the pp store sells but well, that was an actual location in, in on stream so i'm curious what do you think it sells no it's next to the place with all the all the hookers <laughs> and the sex um, shop <laughs> I'm just thinking, like jars of piss. this <laughs> jars of pee. No, I, I would okay, like to think but... that it's just a, like a clothes shop that sells very normal clothing. Like it's where you get a polo. <laughs> it's,
1: it's 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 a brand name. It's a, it's a high ticket item. Everybody's lining up to buy PP clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: this is goofy. So, we're not talking about the PP store today. <laughs> no, we're not. We're talk- <laughs> I'm Strauss. That's Sardo. This is the Skeleton Crew podcast. We're talking about something actually normal. <laughs> we promise. So,
1: recently, uh, a manga got an anime adaptation, and that manga was The Very Deserving Delicious in Dungeon or Dungeon
0: Meshy. <laughs> yeah, if you're a weeb. But, yes. So. But- but- It was being produced by Studio Trigger, uh, well, Mm -hmm. animated, and, uh, oh god, who was doing the music? It's actually someone I know. But, yeah. Didn't
1: Bump of Chicken do, like, the intro? Uh, Or the outro? One of those.
0: I'm looking that up right now. I think so. It's... Trying, I'm trying to look up all the materials. It is uh, no, that's who's in it. That's not helpful. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Bump of Chicken definitely did did the did the intro and the outro is mm-hmm. by uh, Rio Kusshoku Shikai. Nice. And it was Sleepwalking Orchestra for Bump uh, bump of Chicken. Very nice. Definitely. um, Now, I I guess before we get started, Sardo, have you ever read any of the Delicious in Dungeon? I have, yes.
1: I have have read the manga. I haven't read all
0: of it. I only started reading it recently.
1: Yeah, I need to get caught up, but I, I have read it, so...
0: My my uh, favorite thing about Delicious in Dungeon is the fact that, uh, oh yeah, there it is. It was, uh, Yasunori Mitsidu does the in-series music. Mm-hmm. He does the soundtrack. Yeah. You would know him from stuff like, uh, Chrono Trigger, <laughs> the original Xenogears, <laughs> Chrono Cross. <laughs> Oh, he's he. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's he's kind of a big deal. Oh my god, Jesus, uh, this this is a lot of very well known things. A uh, point is, he's a very well known uh composer for things, yeah. anyway. But yeah, it, I've read uh, that's right, he's the Xenoblade guy. Yeah, that's that's how I know him. Yeah, but yeah, he's a uh, they are uh, it is a relative. Oh god, he also did some black Bu- butler music. <laughs> Damn. Well, it all comes, it all comes, ca- ca- crawling back to you. Listen, a man's got to eat. <laughs> I, I, I mean, he, he, considering the music he makes, he'd be eating. But we need to note that this is not dungeon as a manga. Is a uh, story by uh, I know by uh, what's her name ryoko kui i think that's how her last name is pronounced mm-hmm. yes and it is a uh story of an adventuring party in a dungeon who after a bad run-in with a red dragon has to go all the way back because the main character uh, leos i believe it's how it's pronounced leos yeah uh, Leos is a uh, swordsman, uh, called a tall, they are called Tall Men, which is just humans, I believe. Yeah, just a guy. He's a, a human swordsman whose sister got eaten by the dragon, and knowing that dragons digest slowly, they are trying to make their way back down to the proper level of the dungeon to rescue his sister from being uh, digested. So,
1: there's something as special to note here. The death is not the end. Death here works kind of like RPG mechanics, where you can be revived. You can get better.
0: But the thing is, you have to be in some level amount of hole. You need to be
1: sort of intact. There needs to be something to bring back.
0: Yeah. Which is why they're going down for uh, his sister Fallen. Uh, she's, she's fallen. <laughs> she's fallen, Sardo.
1: And... Leos has some friends. Uh, most of their adventuring party dropped out after the dragon incident because they're like, fuck that. We got better offers elsewhere. But he's like, no, I want to save my sister. So he is joined by a few people.
0: Uh, first one is Chilchuk, the halfling. He's a locksmith, you know, classic. He's, he's a rogue. He's the basically rogue. he's the party rogue. And, and it's pretty obvious And then we have probably the most popular character, a half elf named Marcel. We love Marcel. She's she's a mage who um, does seems to be a very close friend of Fallen. So she's very like willing to go with Leos back all the way down.
1: Oh my god, they were close friends. (laughs)
0: It's it's kind of super gay.
1: She she blushes when when
0: Fallen is mentioned. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, but the thing is, uh, what happens is because of the incident, Fallen, who's I guess a cleric, it's the best way to describe her. Yes, she's uh, basically the party cleric. She teleports everyone out, and but the problem is that means all their inventory was left behind. So all all of their money was left behind. So the only way to get through the du- and getting through the dungeon, and this is where it's like kind of the realistic part is y- you gotta eat food. You gotta eat is, food, and this is how we it, get our 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 crux of the story. Laos has decided they're gonna eat monsters. He's gonna eat the monsters. No, Cero. but
1: it's it's a passion he's always had. <sighs> Uh, the others do not share his passion.
0: They- especially Marcel. <laughs> and by dumb luck and dumb skill, they end up running into a man named Senchi. He's a dwarf who knows how to cook. <laughs> and so the story goes... <laughs> Basically, the story is, they find monster, they eat monster, Marcel's like, uh, no, and then eventually she has to eat it because she's hungry. Because she doesn't really have any other choice. It's that or die, and then everyone's like, wow, this is actually really good, because as we learn, if you know how to prep monsters correctly, they're actually delicious. They're super yummy. <laughs> and that's how it's delicious in Dungeon
1: the The Japanese title "Dungeon Meshi" is basically like dungeon food, so yeah, yeah. it's
0: Th- that's it. That's that's but, the manga. <laughs> that's the manga but, and the crux of the story. Really, there's more to it than that, but that's the main principle of the f- and especially the first two episodes.
1: And so in addition to getting to understand a little bit of the lay of the land and the way that this world works and seeing some adventures going on, we also get to see them prepping lots of delicious food, which I'm here for.
0: Yeah. And honestly, it's it's very fun. Like, Studio Trigger might seem like a bit of a weird choice. Because the last time we covered a Trigger show was, um, Edge Runners. <laughs>
1: Yes. Well, big, big change in tone.
0: Yeah. Mind you, this goes from Imiyashi to... uh, Yoshihiro, Mayajima. And in fairness, when they originally had like an animated short for the manga, it was also by Studio Trigger. So it's it's not like they hadn't touched the series before. Right. But it's definitely... Uh it's a it's a bit of a weird show, like by concept <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a very odd conceptual idea,
1: but it's fun it's i i just i feel just really like light and happy after watching this,
0: oh yeah. It is definitely a a show that's very much built around the idea. The whole series is built around the idea of being a bit goofy, but also like, you're going to have a good time. Yeah, and there's like some,
1: and it, it does get more serious over time, but there's always this kind of tone of camaraderie and i think there's a real theme of like stepping outside of your comfort zones and your preconceived notions of things
0: like a big part of the of the at least the early part of the manga and the first two episodes admittedly like we if we're being super real we're not even Mm -hmm. outside of the first the first two episodes isn't even the whole first volume
1: but somebody who's also read the manga
0: (sighs) yeah I I mean I I'm going off of that. I've only read the first volume. I have the first 3. Mhm. So, each chapter is like a new thing to eat. It's not a long series um mostly because of um uh, do, you, do we want to talk about the joke? There there's a there's a bit of a joke amongst delicious fans of, of Delicious in Dungeon. Let's talk about the joke. The joke is is that the manga ended last year uh, not abruptly but <laughs> but rather quickly. Rather quickly. It probably could have gone on a little bit longer but everyone kind of noted that a certain Boulder's Gate 3 came out <laughs> and it is very obvious that uh, Delicious in Dungeon is very based on like Classic Dungeons world. and
1: Dragons, very Dungeons yeah. and
0: Dragons sword world for the people who know what the hell I'm talking about. But it, it's very close to like really old school Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, like not current 5e D and i mean, like D and D basic. The the old stuff. The old stuff. where like you got to consider weapons recruitment fees like there's a lot of stuff involved that's like very like businessy which makes sense mm-hmm. it, it's part of the yeah. fun and it is part of what creates this sort of not tension because this is a relatively light-hearted series but but stakes it gives it some stakes yeah, it gives it some things to- they have to they're, they're on a clock and they gotta also basically forage for food yes it's fun so the first two episodes it covers obviously the opening. Uh, hot pot. Now the chapter is hot pot tart, roast basilisk omelet, and kakekiyagi. Mhm. And like I said, everything is named after food or people. Yes. But um, first, so obviously you were. I was like most other people who at least even read a volume of the monk. Manga was like actually excited for this because this is the type of series that it's been around a while.
1: It's been, it's built up a pretty good following and people like it and it's pretty easy to see why.
0: Yeah. It started in 2015. Yeah. Like it's been a, it's definitely been something that's been around a while. It's, it's got really lovely art. Like it's all the beautiful
1: art style.
0: Yeah. All the, uh, all the characters are very, like, fun to look at. Like, Chilchuk has just really big ears.
1: There's something kind of, like, Moomin-ish about the art style.
0: Yeah, I, A little I can bit. see that. It, it, it's in the eyes.
1: Yeah. It's it's very rounded. It's very, like, kind of soft features.
0: <laughs> it's definitely, um, which, which yeah, it really lends itself to animation, actually. As we covered yes, in does. Scott Pilgrim Goes Forth, I'm sorry, N- Scott Pilgrim Takes, takes, takes Off. off. <laughs> no, Goes Forth, that's one of the volumes of Scott Pilgrim. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: But in Scott, in Scott Pilgrim Takes Off, that rounded style actually really works well in animation when it's done right. yeah oh. Because those are two series, because those are both series with very rounded faces and very sort of round shapes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it looks nice and it looks nice, especially we do it well in motion, which is thankfully we have two shows that have done it so well so far in the past year plus.
1: It's like it's it's studio trigger. I sure fucking hope they would know how
0: to do this. Well, in fairness, like not every studio should do everything. Yeah, some studios are better at some things than others. This is not the case. Mm. But yeah, I would say first episode. Good. Uh, second episode, I would say the best part about the second episode is that once they established um, everything, it turns out pretty like once you. That's when you finally get into the like meat of it, I guess. Hmm. It, it it's good. I, I I would say we would both say it's quite good. And it's well done. Now Sardo. Uh, who is your favorite character? In two episodes. Uh,
1: now, this is a little unfair because I've, again, I've, I've been reading the manga. I've, you know, I'm, I'm a little caught up with things. I, <laughs> I like everybody. They're, they're all my beloveds. I have a special plate in my heart for Chilchuck, <laughs> and, and mm. that's going to surprise you not at all. <laughs> Um, I love him very much. He's. I like that he kind of goes against the typical halfling personality type because he's a little neurotic.
0: Yeah, he's that's that is definitely part of it. I, I'm I I I'm gonna be super real here. Uh, when it comes huh. to halflings in fiction, is yeah, a lot of them usually like either ape Tolkien, and just desp- right. Or they kind of just go for them, like all party fun, like, haha, I'm having a good time. It just,
1: yeah, jolly, merry
0: little dudes. Which I like, but let's be 100% real. The best version of Halflings are Kender from the Crin series because they're all kleptomaniacs. Right. <laughs> they're all I- like, I'm going to borrow this without asking and maybe return it later. <laughs> but you could shake it and enjoy- things would come out. <laughs>
1: I enjoy Chilchuck because he's he's doing his little like lockpick rogue thing. <laughs> and and since she's like deliberately kind of pushing his buttons in his way, and he's just like just leave me the fuck alone, get out of my way, and it's like,
0: oh, he just like me for real. <laughs> and then you have, of course, um uh, really like all like I think what really works is the interplay of all the characters. Mhm. Like you have Chill Chuck, who's is generally chill until you get in his way during work. You have Laos, who's kind of a freak. He's
1: he and he's funny because he's kind of the paladin knight archetype on the outside.
0: He really and wants to eat monsters.
1: <laughs> he just wants to eat monsters. Like he want yeah he wants to save his sister, but he just really wants to eat monsters.
0: He wants both, damn it.
1: Leos is delightful. He's a really nice main character in so far as there's a main character here.
0: <laughs> He's as close as this 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 monk is really about the party itself. Yeah. But Laos is definitely like the lead.
1: He's the focus guy.
0: It's his ideas, it's his sister. Uh, but if we're going by po- popularity, it's Mar Marcel is, um, <laughs> oh, she says, an exquisite girl failure of a character.
1: I just really, <laughs> I enjoy her. Talk a little bit about her, won't you, Stross? I'm handing over to you. Sure. I, I-,
0: I guess as the resiquit girl enjoyer. <laughs> <laughs> As if
1: I don't also enjoy girls. I know, but
0: apparently that's what my job is. (laughs) Well,
1: you are a girl enjoyer. This is
0: not wrong. But, uh, Marcel is a, as we know, a half-elf mage. She's kind of like, she... She's very clearly, like, good at being a mage. And she's one of the original Venturing Party. Obviously. She's just really unwilling to eat monsters because it's like goes against sort of like how she was taught things. The second episode where they talk about harvesting Mandrake root I think is like the really like point of the manga is kind of summed up in that one part. Yeah. Where it's like Marcel is taught away. But Like, it's very obvious that way is not... Is very impractical. Especially when you need to harvest a lot of them at once. But we also learn that, hey, there's an advantage to harvesting it in a way that isn't exactly very proper.
1: And that's something else I kind of like about this, in that it's like... You might be kind of misguided in your raising. You might have been taught some things that aren't necessarily always correct or the best way to do things, but it doesn't mean that it's out and out wrong. (laughs) Yeah, It's just different.
0: Yeah, and it's... What's great about it, it, like, Marcel is also just, like, kind of a failure.
1: (laughs) Oh, she's a total failure.
0: She's klutzy, she's unwilling to do things, but... She's got the
1: disposition of a chihuahua.
0: (laughs) Kinda. But it's very obvious that, like, she's a very powerful mage. Yes. Like, very obviously, like, she doesn't get to show it off in the first two episodes, but it's quite clear that they wouldn't have gotten that far without her. And they outright Mm -hmm. state that. Yeah. And it's definitely, like she's fun she what makes her fun is that she's goofy but also like you get it
1: she's very empathetic Mm -hmm.
0: and it's like she she's scared of being a burden on her on her party because like outside of magic she can't really do a whole lot
1: and and she says exactly that much she's she doesn't want to be called a burden
0: Which, she isn't, but it's also very clear Like, she also is, like, not really wanting to eat monsters because reasons. (laughs) It goes against what she knows, and she's a bit scared of it.
1: Because it's different, and it's weird to her.
0: (laughs) And admittedly, like, you wouldn't think about eating monsters if you're most people.
1: I mean, you wouldn't want to eat a giant scorpion normally would you i don't know maybe you would
0: no not really not not a large one maybe a little one maybe just a little one yeah but yeah i would say first two episodes if this was at least a proof of concept works perfectly Mm mm-hmm it, it, I'm i not sure this is not uh, unlike usual this is a weekly show so we only watched the two episodes that have been released yeah and um hmm I would say as a two episode like proof of concept fantastic yes um out of the parts that we watched which one was your favorite dish
1: Oh shit!
0: Um, no. Uh, I will remind you which ones we saw. We saw hot pot, tart, roast basilisk, omelet, and kakakiyagi.
1: I really liked the hot pot, and I really liked the roast basilisk because those uh, are good.
0: We, I can't believe we forgot to talk about senchi. Oh, wow. <laughs> the, the, the best man ever. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, most handsome man alive. Uh, Senshi is a dwarf that is the expert on cooking monsters. Like this he is, is his... voiced by Mr. Song Won <laughs> Cho <Wancho> himself. <laughs> Song Won Cho. Yeah, Mr. Pro ZD voices. He is, and we should mention this. It's that his whole character is that he just kind of shows up. He's like you're cooking it wrong. <laughs> Here, let me show you how it's done. <laughs> and that's that's how they meet this guy. He just shows up.
1: <laughs> he's, he's just there. He He's been doing this for 10
0: years. Yeah, he's this mysterious... He is like you got to have a balanced diet, plenty of sleep, and plenty of exercise.
1: He's just he's he's the man who shows up in everybody's life to improve it.
0: He's perfect. He's the he's the world's most perfect man and he's a dwarf. <laughs> the big he's bushy beautiful. beard. What what what's really funny about him is that he, we do mean he literally just shows up.
1: <laughs> he's just he, there in the dungeon.
0: He was just there that day and he's like, "What if I give you lessons?" <laughs> and it's and he's it, like, it's just so funny because he's just like large like beefy dwarf man and he's just like you're cooking your scorpion wrong here let me show you how it's done
1: after Leos like Nearly gives himself the shits eating scorpion poison because that's, the, the book said it was okay.
0: The book, bu- no, the book that he's reading off of isn't wrong. It's just one of those things where it's just like, it tells you that it's edible. Not that how you eat it. <laughs> yeah. Not how to make it taste good. And that's how they do it. So, yeah. It's fun.
1: But I'm really, really enjoying myself so far. I think this is a hoot and a holler and a half. It's a really quick watch. Um, the oh, episodes yeah. go by very fast.
0: It needs to be noted that the episodes are kind of... The original manga chapters were sort of split up into, like, different recipes. Yeah. and the episodes are just covering a certain amount of recipes per episode and like uh we could tell you the next episode's gonna be about eating living armor yes that's oh, edible. Yeah. yeah all things are that's actually one of my favorites <laughs> I'm dead serious <laughs> of the of the first part it like the whole living armor thing is just somebody because it turns out to be clams <laughs> the clams Leos you can eat them, <laughs> but yeah, it's I would say if you are hanging out and you need like a new show to watch and you want a weekly, and I'm glad this is a weekly, yeah, because I'm not sure how much into the discourse you are, sardo i I know a bunch of anime press people like i I am not
1: into the discourse at all. I
0: don't. I don't know the discourse. Well, no, the discourse was on sort of what's better, uh, being broadcasted weekly or being just uh, binge-dumped. And most people agree that it's better to be released by week so you have time to digest it, think it over, the memes are better. Yes. And it, I say discourse in the sense that it's something that is discussed <laughs> But I think most people go like actually a week a really releasing weekly is better for for long term engagement because it lets people like watch the episode like familiarize with them look it over like find the really funny screen caps. <laughs> yeah. There's a great one in the second episode with Mar- Marcel just giving this like one look. I'm my- like, you kidding me? <laughs> It's it's just straight up the same it's just a colored version from the manga and it's the best face. He's just so disappointed in people. (laughs) There's some
1: really delightful things in there that I can already see. It's like, oh, that's from the manga.
0: Yeah. It's not it's a great example of knowing when to use the manga panels and when to just not. Yeah. Like sometimes like with an adaptation you get like it's too close to the manga or too close to the original paneling so it's like kind of choppy and weird yeah or you go way too far into where it's basically motion comic I'm still really mad about way of the house husband I'm pissed about that I'm so mad for those who don't know one of the a series that's great despite having only one joke it never gets old
1: the best joke in the world, that's it, it,
0: why. It basically is one of the best jokes on the planet, because Way of the House Husband should not be funny for longer for as long as it has been. <laughs> I really like your dog. Can I pet it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yours is beast, too. Cool if I pet him. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> for those who don't know, Way of the House Husband is a different manga, which is about a retired Yakuza, like, legend. Like... All time great tough guy who became a house husband because he fell in love with this like goofy lady. Just just a normal lady. Yeah, she's <laughs> just normal. They, they they he's deeply in love and he's learned how to be a great house husband
1: using <laughs> the, his yakuza skills.
0: Yep. The live action version is great though. But I forget who plays him.
1: Oh. oh hello, uh, Damn it, I should know his name. I love him.
0: <laughs> For stars. Uh I'm I'm looking it up now. Cause I know uh, uh Tatsu is portrayed by Hiroshi Tomaki. That that's his name. God yeah, I He he was also
1: in um The, the Yakuza spin off, the um
0: what's yeah. his name?
1: No, no, the, the fucking anyway, the one with Higami, Anyway, Lost Judgment. Um, Lost Judgment. That's yeah. that's the bitch.
0: I'm on his filmography page, don't worry, I can see it. Yeah, no. yeah, no, he's but great. A- anyway, anyway, yeah, we're we're want, we're getting me, off. Of- no, i mean I'm, I'm. Hold on, I'm bringing it all back. Don't worry. It, he was uh, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because that was ad- adapted where it's like straight up, just basically a motion comic. Yes, and that sucks. It it was not very
1: fun. I did not really like that very much.
0: Because it's just like at that point, you just ask yourself, why am I not just reading the damn thing? Mm-hmm. But this, yeah, this 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 is a good adaptation. It knows when, like, no, the joke here is it's just her face. So we're just gonna have like a thirty-second like. You're staying here to look at her be disappointed in Laos, and it's going to be hilarious.
1: And she has some great faces. She
0: does the the point is great adaptation? So far, so good. I mean, Studio Trigger doesn't miss too often. It happens from time to time. You you no one bats a thousand.
1: Everybody has a few misses. Yeah.
0: But, uh, definitely very fun, I really, uh, we really liked the first two episodes, like, uh, the English dub, pretty good, has some really interesting people in it, <laughs> mm-hmm. well, like, you know, you have veteran voice actor, uh, Casey Mongillo. I think that's how his last mm-hmm. name is, I'm sorry, their last name is pronounced, that is my mm-hmm. bad, uh. Casey, one of the many people who I always remember being on new grounds, and it's super weird. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Friend of Kira Buckland. Mm hmm. Also in uh what? In a whole bunch of stuff. And you know, obviously yeah. Sung Wang Cho, who we already mentioned, Pisenchi. But um Emily Rudd is the is Marcel. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, The most famous thing I know that she's been in so far has been One Piece. But um, live-action One Piece, specifically.
1: And she does a great job here. She really, I think, kind of captures the tone.
0: Yeah. And the other one is one of, like, the Smosh guys, apparently. Oh, damn, really? Yeah, Damien Haas. He plays Leos. I mean, who would have guessed How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow your dreams, everybody. (laughs) I I guess. Follow your dreams. Eat monsters. (laughs) That is one of my dreams, actually. Do you mean eat monsters or eat monsters? (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) That's, That's the spirit.
1: But, yeah. But, Strass, overall, what's what's your view of this? How are you feeling about upcoming episodes, I've, if this is the tone it's setting?
0: Um, if, the, if it's going to all be as good as the first two episodes, I'm going to be really happy with it. Like, early contender for show of the year. Yes. And, obviously, I'm not going to state it's going to stay that way, but, so far, really good for, like, First two
1: steps. I'm just having a good gosh darn time.
0: Yeah. It's really fun. It it's a good little comedy, and it's about eating monsters. I know we're kind of repeating ourselves a little bit. There's only two episodes kind of some slack. <laughs> we're, we, yeah. we we had to do something this week. Next week is is the opposite of preview. We're gonna be talking about that for probably an hour plus.
1: <laughs> we're we're gearing up.
0: We're gearing up. We're gearing up for what's going to be our second of three videos on Infinite Wealth. <laughs> and, oh boy! Uh, I mean, we had a pre, we had a look ahead. We have a preview, and then we're going to have the, well, how emotionally destroyed are we by Infinite Wealth? We don't know yet. But this, this made uh, us happy. <laughs>
1: that's going to be a day after my. Well, no, that's next week. That's not a day after my birthday. What am I talking about? That's two weeks from now. I can't read calendars.
0: <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, no, it comes... The game comes out or episode is recorded next week.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, I know. That's what I was saying. I was correcting myself yeah. because I, I did a fucky-wucky.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I think we could both agree, Sardo. Good first two episodes. Mm-hmm. I would say... I don't know how much is going to be adapted. I i'm I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a, the first season's probably gonna cover probably the first four volumes maybe makes sense i I don't know how long the the season's gonna be is the only thing hmm i i haven't i haven't read anything of that uh, let me see if i can look it up yeah <laughs> No, uh it doesn't say how long it's going to last. So we don't know. I'm I'm just guessing it's going to go all the way up to it, They did show a lot of the extended cast in the opening. So yeah. so that's interesting. So mm-hmm. it I don't I haven't read all of it, so I don't know when they show up, but it probably means that they're going to show up relatively soon. We here for a little bit. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, it, I I don't know if it's going to cover the whole series. It, it's tough because, like, a lot of the chapters are very short. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. What, what do you think, Sardo? Do you got any predictions? I t- This
1: is a really, like, it's like eating a nice hot bowl of soup. That's how You're I feel. you saying
0: it's like a giant scorpion hot pot?
1: Fuck yeah, it is. Good soup.
0: <laughs> it's good soup.
1: I'm really enjoying it so far. I I love the tone. I think they nailed it. Uh I know it's early to say it's just two episodes in, but I'm I'm feeling really optimistic and I have been given no reason to feel otherwise. So
0: I, I have I'm I'm pretty sure that it's gonna be good. Like it's the right people in the right spot doing the right things. Mm-hmm can real like very few complaints. Hmm. Let's see. Anything else to discuss about this? Um opening's good, ending's good. It, it definitely the opening focuses on the trio of Fallen, Leos and Marcel and it's just like show I I get that this is probably the one thing everyone likes about this. This series is these characters together, but you're not helping you're you're not and mar Marcel is not beating the allegations of being extremely gay.
1: Oh my God, they were roommates
0: uh, they were they were adventuring mates
1: <laughs> but i'm I'm looking forward to their further adventures I'm delighted. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see more of Chilchuk being, like, a nervous little mess underneath it all.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited for more of this. I, I can't really, I don't think we can really stretch it, stress this enough when we say this is probably going to be, the only thing that's going to keep it from being remembered is that it's going to come out at, like, the start of the year. yeah.
1: Like, that. that's gonna be... Because fuck you, it's January. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Fuck you, it's January indeed. Like, not saying that stuff can't be remembered for a whole year, but it's like, depending how good the year is...
1: Well, I'm gonna make it my goal to make sure nobody can forget it because I'm not gonna shut the fuck up about
0: oh, it. Oh, no, I, I have a feeling it's gonna make it to the end of the year very well-loved and very, very well-liked. Mm-hmm. It's that, you know if it's a very crowded year it could get pushed out from like our end of the year, like end of the year thing but i don't think so i i think it's going to be pretty well well like it's a very it's a good material so it's not like oh it could like suddenly have a downturn yeah cuz that sometimes happens especially with like original shows where like it starts really strong and then like the second half is just like oh I, oh, rem- yeah. I remember that for Cabinari, uh, the Iron Fortress or whatever it was called. Mm, yeah. like I remember when that started and it's like, oh, this is really cool. And then it became Humans are the Real Monster. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, fine. Like, alright, alright. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, I've been through this before, thanks guys. <laughs> But yeah, so far, so good. Uh, it's been a very good Like, past six months for Elf Enjoyers. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, it's that. Freerin Shadowheart was here. Congratulations, Elf Likers. Elf Lovers United. You've had, like, a lot. You've been eating for the past six months. Well done. (laughs) You've been eating since August. (laughs) Yeah. Like, damn. But, in the end uh that is dungeon messy or delicious in dungeon fun yeah. little two episodes we're definitely gonna still watch it we're not gonna have like another episode on it probably but we're definitely we're, we're still gonna be watching it it's gonna it, we're gonna probably bring it up in the hell you watching not this time though because we just watched it
1: <laughs> yeah that would be silly <laughs> yeah what the hell are you watching well there's the anime i just watched two episodes of (laughs) uh, right now with
0: you there it's just the same episode the whole conversation starts over again like verbatim (laughs) fucking groundhog
1: day loop butterfly effect type of shit
0: Uh, i wish i wish we could get away with that i i wish we could just like have i mean i could do this but i i'm i'm too lazy to edit it edit that it'd be funny
1: so Strauss, on that note mm-hmm. for real what the hell are you
0: watching well uh for starters um i haven't been watching a whole lot as of late i obviously i'm still watching pre run and it's still been good i i mm-hmm. watched like two episodes at a time because i i i, I want to watch more so i'd give myself more also, because I'm watching it dubbed, so that comes in a bit slower, which means I've been taking my time with it, which I think is good. It, it, it has yes. allowed me to ruminate on it.
1: Really, um, really digesting.
0: I've I've been uh, Spy Family and Chainsaw Man are back. So I've been writing, the, reading those again. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, and um, I've been playing a lot of Rogue Trader as I uh, await the reckoning.
1: Mm-hmm. that is
0: yakuza 8 infinite wealth which you will hear about us talking about next week soon soon, soon. as soon. Th- th- that week is when it comes out and both of us would be like this might destroy us emotionally i've been uh streaming cyberpunk 2077 that's been fun yeah we we saw the pp store
1: we saw the peepee store. That is that is a store that exists in Cyberpunk.
0: And I I didn't even notice it until I looked up at the side. I'm like, oh hey Sardo, s- look it's the peepee store. Lord, Lord howdy. But yeah, you know it's been pretty good. Been you know chilling mostly. Nice. <laughs> on on stuff. I'm I don't know. Maybe gonna start finally watching Blue Eyed Samurai, which I said I was gonna do like three months ago. <laughs> mm
1: Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to find a place where I can watch yeah, that. I haven't, but... I've
0: been trying to do so many things. Yeah. Um, as a for... A day.
1: There's truly not.
0: Anyway, so are you, as... for you...
1: As for me... um. So what the hell I've been watching. I... You saw this, Stross. I got, for my birthday, my birthday present to me... I got a cameo from Abdurak's voice actor. Uh, let me let me double check.
0: Did, did you see that? I, sh- I shared it I, with the I chat. I haven't watched it yet, but I know you got it.
1: <laughs> I got it. And it was fucking quick, too. A uh, shout-out to Declan Pairing, who is the guy who voiced our Mr. Abdurak Baldur's Gate 3. He also voiced Boney and Fezzerk from the same games. Uh, I placed my my cameo request about nine o'clock this morning and 15 minutes later i get a <laughs> notification your I, cameo's done check it out and i watched it in the break room at work like an animal
0: <laughs> i was like, like well i'm gonna wait a couple it's done <laughs> oh I, it's guess like, right, t- I guess he was i guess he was free today <laughs>
1: Dude is just it's smoking. He he has been popping off the cameos and he does a good job. A uh, very very nice nice gentleman. So, shouted to Declan Pairing, I asked Abdurak, why are you shoes like that? And he answered. What well, was his um, answer? He he looks you you'll have to watch the video and see. It's like 2 minutes.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but not everyone knows what a cameo not for me.
1: Um, well, fun fact, I I guess at least voice actor canon, it's he um keeps nails in the soles of his shoes, which is why they're all like thick and peasanty, so he can like walk around with like nails digging into his feet all the time, which is some little freak behavior I'm I'm totally supportive of.
0: <laughs> um
1: <laughs> anyway. I'm also currently reading Junji Ito's adaptation of No Longer Human, which was originally a novel by Osamu Desai. Extremely depressing book, really beautiful art. I read it last year, and it's like, you know what? I want to go read it again this year. So I've been doing that. Uh, Really good to read if you feel like being very sad about things. So,
0: I'm going to be at some point reading... In the Tale of Genji, and hopefully this year, finally just get to suck it up and read it myself. Sardo, my copy's paperback. I feel like I could kill a man with it.
1: No. It's really
0: thick, it's like a thousand pages long. And that's before you get to like all the footnotes. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, it's really big. it's a terror (laughs) it's a terror (laughs) it's a big old boy but yeah so that's basically what we've been up to um it's a bit of a short episode one of our shortest episodes by the looks of things yeah Uh, anything else you want to talk about before we go I think that's about it for me oh wow um you you've obviously been enjoying the cyberpunking. <laughs> have you? Uh, oh yeah, it's
1: it's been fun.
0: Have you gotten over the death of your of your boy Jackie?
1: I mean, I'm I'm sad, but I kind of saw it coming.
0: Yeah. But now you've met mean Keanu. How 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 you been feeling about that?
1: I love him. I love him so much. I hope Keanu had so much fun being Johnny Silverhand.
0: Yeah, well, looks like it because he keeps. He was absolutely go back for the DLC.
1: I I hope he had the time of his life. It's so fun seeing him playing a mean character.
0: It is. It is.
1: But yeah. I'm I'm excited to see what the future holds for that.
0: And What's uh up? anyway, folks, I feel like that's basically an episode. So before we log off and tell you to do things, um, go watch Delicious and Dungeon. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. And as always, you can find Sardo at Autopsy Garlands on Twitter, Marky e. Belial from hey. account. Uncle Death with a K, both on Twitch and on Blue Sky. Stream streams Monday at 830 PM e- EST. 6.30pm mountain time and uh, 5.30pm pacific i stream on tuesday thursday and sunday at the exact same time yeah 8.30pm 6.30pm slash 5.30pm um i don't broadcast towards central apparently (laughs) Mm -hmm. central time doesn't exist in in this universe (laughs) yes kidding obviously i'm at all my <laughs> across the board on twitch blue sky and twitter i hope you all have a wonderful evening as uh Paterno and i are gonna go like watch a puppy getting groomed yeah yeah the girl with the dogs yeah, literally that's the next thing we're gonna be doing
1: <laughs>
0: so bye everyone
1: well, Bye.